everybody. Happy Pour the Tea Tuesday. That's right. I'm, I'm Tess. <laughs> okay, we're both here. We're both Tess and Mel. <laughs> Mel and Tess. Tess and Mel. Yes. Say it fast. Tess and Mel. Tess and Mel. Welcome back. Oh, How's it goodness. going, Tess? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going. Heat's still here. Still kicking my butt. Uh, yeah, mercy. We talked about it last week, how the heat has just been treacherous here in Texas. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be letting up. There's no end in sight. And I love the heat. None. I love it. But I like it when it's not too hot to go outside to enjoy it. Right. Like, I want, by all means, stick me outside in in the warm weather. But I don't want to be dripping down in places that I don't need to be dripping down in. No, you don't want that swamp ass like you talked about no, last no. time. No swamp ass. No shvetty balls. Like, none of that. Shvetty balls. Shvetty balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. How was your party that we couldn't go to, unfortunately? I mean, it was very low-key. To be completely transparent, I did not want to throw a party because oh. I just, you know, like, so for those of you that are listening in, my birthday was this last week. Another year older. Mm-hmm. I feel like the older you get until you hit those, like, big milestone birthdays, like, oh, 40, 50, 60, you know, it's just kind of another year. And so I didn't really want to throw another party, but my little brother called and he's like, hey, what are we doing for your birthday? And I was like, hey, nothing. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, we, you're either going to plan something or we're going to come down and get you. And Uh-oh. so... Um, Did you say, don't threaten me with a good time, babe? <sighs> pretty much. That's That's how this all came to play. So we just hung out. We ate food. Nobody brought their bathing suits, so nobody wanted to get in the pool because it was just too hot outside. So, I mean, I'm all about the foodie life, though, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We missed you, though. I know. We're we're sorry to miss it, but... Oh, really? Yes, girl. Everybody's like, where's Tess? Where's that girl at? And then you're like, freaking COVID. That's where she's at. COVID life. The Coco got them. God. Not even me. And not David. Pretty sure the baby had it, though. My parents got it, and then Dylan was sick one day, but then Oliver, I'm pretty sure, had it. Bless him. So that's, Sweet baby. Yeah, that's mm-hmm, that's not fun when kids are sick. But he took it like a champ, so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. anyway, it's all good, though. Mm-hmm. You know, another yeah. year around the sun, I thank God for that. Yep. That's it right there. I'm here for it. Yes. So. Anyway, what are we talking about today, my friend? Well, we are going to talk about road rage. And I like it. Yes, and I know that everybody who's listened that drives a car has at some point in their life experienced road rage. You can't tell, or has witnessed it, because God knows mm. if you've lived in Texas, you've either seen it <laughs> or you've experienced it firsthand. Yes, absolutely. People here are on a different level of crazy when it comes to driving, like both you and I grew up in California. We know California drivers. They suck. But yeah. Texas drivers, and my husband's going to be listening to this. He's going to be shaking his head and telling me no. No, is, it's true. Preach it, Mel. You are about to speak the truth. awful. Yeah. They are awful. I don't know what it is. We are all about Southern hospitality here. Mm-hmm. You can, someone will go and open the door for you if you're going somewhere, you know, that needs the door to be opened. Like people hold the door open, they close the door after you, they, yes, ma'am, 
yes sir you know all of that that's the norm here Mm -hmm. but you get somebody in a car all that goes out the window sure does chivalry is dead it is very dead it did not (laughs) exist when they close that door it's gone yeah i and i don't know what it is i really really don't because again like we talked about the southern hospitality kind of vibe here Mm -hmm. your neighbors will come over and be like hey you know x y or z you need x y or z you call me but when I get in that car, all bets are off. Yeah. Yep, it's so, true. Well, I have to tell you, I had a story, or I had a situation happen to me on Thursday on my way home. And I was so proud of myself. I was a very defensive driver. It wasn't road rage, but it was almost an accident. I was mm-hmm. on my way home, and I drive on, if you're in Houston, you understand, Beltway 8, headed west. I was on my way home, so it was like 3 o'clock, 3.15, and I see ahead of us that it's stop and go traffic. And I'm in the far left lane. And I notice people ahead of me starting to pull off into the shoulder as if they weren't paying attention and saw that traffic was at a sudden stop and had to pull over or else they were going to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. So I start slowing down and I'm giving myself enough space in front with the car in front of me. And I just happened to look up in my rear view mirror and I see this little truck coming behind me. And I thought in my head, he is not slowing down let me pull over onto the shoulder. And all of a sudden when I did that, I hear screeching Mm -hmm. and I look and three quarters of his car had met up next to mine. So if I had not moved over, he would have hit me. He would have hit hard, like totaled my car. That's so scary. Yeah. And I was very calm and I was like, okay, thank God. You know, like at that point he would have hit the person in that was initially in front of me because I had moved completely out of the way. But then after a while, like, it comes down, and I was like, oh, my God, I almost got in an accident. Like, that would have been yeah. really, really bad. He was going fast, and I was at a dead stop. But I looked oh back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I looked back after we started going, and he immediately turned on that right blinker and went all the way over. I think it freaked him out, honestly. Well, it as him it out. should have. Like, I wish that cell phones, when you turn on the car, were instantly like, I don't work anymore. I know. You know, like, because people are so inept to just be like let me stare at this phone and even on my way home there will be people that are going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit that are just kind of like sitting there in their happy little day you know like in their car going and you go to pass them and their face is in their phone i'm like hang up the dang phone i know i know exactly it can wait i just especially if my kids are in the car i do not touch my phone yeah i i can't do it but i i don't understand like Oh, it makes me Okay, but crazy. anymore, do people have the excuse to be on your phone? Everything is, you've got Apple Play, you've got the Android Play, you've got hands-free, you got Siri. I mean, I don't know what the equivalent is to Androids because I don't have one. But you cannot tell me that your phone cannot handle the capabilities. What are you doing? Stro- you're scrolling on social media? Yeah, 100%. People are then so Then pull it over to- and look at it, but do not waste my time driving risking my no. life so Thank you could you. scroll through social media no i'm no, sorry no i could not agree more like that just it, it makes me so crazy when i see people on their phones because i'm like it can wait just like the whole texting slogan that's out there like nationwide i know it can wait it can wait like, nothing is more important than your life and the lives around you from you acting a fool being on your phone while you're driving yeah it can wait. It absolutely can wait. 
And it doesn't need to be when I'm on the road. Okay? No. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of that video of that guy who it starts off as the guy inside the truck has him. He's Mm -hmm. filming some guy walking up to his side window and the guy just starts punching, punch, 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 pump. And he does not let up until a lady pulls him away from the car. Luckily, he didn't break Mm -mm. the glass. But can you imagine if he broke the glass, what he would have done to that person physically? You know that he was in such a rage. He wasn't seeing straight. I'm sorry. Here in Texas, though, you I know. You do not want to go there. Like 95%, I'm going to say 90%, 90% of the people here carry. Yes, they do. A concealed weapon mm-hmm. of some sort. And so, for yeah, I would not want to see his outcome of coming up to some person's truck here and just rage hitting, you know, their window and trying to, I, I could not even imagine. And I think about that all the time. I try to be a courteous driver. And especially if the girls are in the car with me, I'm even that much more careful because I'm like, hey, precious cargo. Sure. Riding along with me right now. Mm-hmm. No, no. I get you, girl. I, so, yeah, I don't know what the outcome of that situation was, but it was just you saw the rage in that person. And I mean, I don't know if we glorify this in some way by having you know, Instagram reels of road rage incidences. We have YouTube Mm -hmm. channels dedicated to this. I mean, are we just glorifying it by having this on here and people making money off of this content? I guess so. I don't know either. That's terrible if that's true, right? It is. It is. Mm. I don't want to see that. No, neither do I. I don't want any part of it. No, and it especially makes me terrified for my babies when they start driving. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how do you think your kids are going to be, like, personality-wise? I already know Dylan's going to be my safety monitor. Oliver's going to be my hellraiser. He's the one that's going to keep me up at night. Um, 100% Peach, our baby, mm-hmm. is going to be our hell on wheels. And maybe the middle one, Cakes. Really? Like, she will, maybe. She cares so much about everybody that it's like, I think that she'll be cautious and kind and stuff like that. But, ooh, she got a temper. Uh-oh. And for sure the baby. Our <laughs> oldest Siebes, I don't, I don't think that she, I mean, she can fly off the handle, you know, if she's pushed enough. But I don't think that she would be, like, the one instigating it. No. no it's number three. It's number three. Your youngest, right? What is it about the youngest? Yes. She's a wild thing. She's totally wild. Wild banshees. We th- absolutely. We thought that number two cakes that we had our work cut out for us because she was a spitfire from day one (laughs) i'm telling you like she was breach i go into you know be induced and they're like she's breach they let's schedule you for an unexpected c-section they cut me open she's head down (laughs) i'm like get out of here kid like are you kidding me keeping you on your toes it's just been exactly so we thought our work was cut out she was so different than our first baby and all of that but that's a whole other story for another day but 100 percent number three rage she just she doesn't care <laughs> she, she just does care. not care Mm-mm. no she is she of her own mind that's like mom let me call you at 2 a.m because i did something i shouldn't have can you come and get me but at least she'd call you at 2 a.m. to come and get her. Like, that's that kind you of communication what? you I want would. with your kids. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, don't do stupid things. But if you are, call me. And I will come and get you. And I'll come and yes. get you. Absolutely. Well, have you had any road rage incidences? 
Yes, actually, yeah, since being here, um, I vividly remember it because we were in my car. I had a flex at the time and John was driving. My dad was in the front passenger seat. We had a foreign exchange student at the time um, that was staying with us for a year. So it was me, her and my mom in the middle seat and then our two oldest daughters in the back seat. And the baby wasn't she was just a twinkle in her eye. She wasn't even around yet. And um, I can't remember the whole story, but John had honked at the guy in front he kept like swerving in and out of lanes like just being an absolute idiot train wreck and the guy not john right not john the guy that was driving (laughs) just just so everyone knows everyone's clear (laughs) yes yes exactly um and so he brake checked us numerous times and then he got into the right hand lane next to us when we stopped at the light we were in the middle lane he was in the right And um, he rolled down the window. He was screaming profanities. The kids were in the car. He's got his finger up in the air. Nice. And he throws this water bottle at our windshield. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, mind you, our kids are in the car. Sure. Are you kidding me right now? And John just stared at him. And he kept his cool, which I think is because my dad was there. Because I know John. And I know that he would have probably been like, let's pull over let's handle this you know like let's pull it over but yeah my dad was there so he just totally kept his cool but I got to the point where I was scared the girls in the back were crying our foreign exchange student had no idea what was going on because this is not something that she ever you know like really experienced before and so I got on the phone Mm -hmm. with the police and I was like hey and um you know, got his license plate number, make and model of his car, all of that. And um, he had to have known that I was on the phone with the cops because he stopped and just sped off. And we have no idea what happened, um, you know, after that. But I'm like, good night. You know, like you were the yeah. one being an absolute douche canoe. Sure was. You know, going down the road, cutting people off. You're the one that's brake checking us. And when you get called out on it, you don't like it because John will like flash his lights oh, at people. Okay. If they cut him off, he will get right on their butt. Like his foot is probably hovering over the brake and he will just turn his brights on. Like, hey, just be aware that you just cut me off. Yeah. You know, like if you were not aware before, you are now kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. But Even then I, I'd I be nervous to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, because people are just so freaking unpredictable. Well, people you are can't... just so quick to anger and that's what's scary about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I th- that was like our biggest, like the one that sticks out the most here. Yeah. What about you? So I have a story that happened to me when I was still living in California. I want to say it was like 2007-ish. And at the time, the year before, I had gone to go visit my sister in England. And that was the time of the FIFA World Cup. And so Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of memorabilia were all over the store. So I bought a jersey. And I remember at the time I was working at that private school. And so it was like sports day or something. I can't remember specifically, but I had a jersey on. And my hair was Mm -hmm. in two French braids. And so I looked really (laughs) young. I mean, I was young at the time, but I looked even younger. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably contributed to some of what's going to happen, the story I'm going to tell. And I was on my way home, and it was apparent that it had rained at some point, but the roads were dry, so they, it wasn't a threat or a danger if I passed. So I come up on two cars, and the car in the very front was going 45 and a 55. 
There were no cars coming and it was clear I had a dotted line so I was in the clear to pass and I passed mm. both cars. No big deal. So I immediately head off and I lived at the time in a gated community so you needed a pass, a sticker or a pass to get in and I had the sticker. Right. And I looked behind me at one point and I noticed that the car, the second car that I passed was behind me. So I thought, oh, well, he finally figured it out and passed the slow guy. No big deal, right? So I'm headed home. And at this time, we're living in a rental because my parents were building. So my parents were up. Mind you, it was like, what, 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes away, 10, 15 Somewhere in that range away from the rental to the build. So my intention was to go home. I was going to get changed. And then I was going to go up to the house and I was going to help them. So I'm driving along and I look and the guy's still behind me. And I turn left on a street. It was a main street and he turned left. So I didn't think really anything of it. We're driving and I turn right and he turns right. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of weird. Like either this guy lives close or he's following me. Or he's following me home. Yeah. So all of a sudden I get to the street that we were living on at the time and I turn right and he turns right behind me. And that's when it dawned on me that this guy was following. There are cars that I know that are on that street and that's not one of them. This Mm -hmm. is not a familiar vehicle. So I drive up and the house that we were in had a really long driveway up a hill. So I drive Mm -hmm. up the driveway halfway and stop and he's starting to come up the driveway but then stops and backs up so it's in a cul-de-sac so he's still in the cul-de-sac and not on my property so I immediately drive real fast up the hill I get out of the car and I look behind and he's running up the hill behind me Uh -uh. so I Uh -uh. yeah I run in the house I've got my phone and mind you this is the time when there wasn't a smartphone I think I had a like a pink razor like I thought it was really like <laughs> cool beans because I had, were the bomb. Yeah, Let's and I thought I was the bomb, razors. right? <laughs> and I had my little pink razor, and I lock the door, and I, and the front door was weird. It was like a what should have been a back door because it were like French doors that opened, so it was glass you could see through. And I saw him standing there, and I had two dogs, and they were no. going crazy. I mean, foaming at the mouth, crazy. And I think that you know dogs can sense when their owners are in panic or in fear anxiety are right afraid. yeah absolutely. and I think that those dogs sense that and so I got on the phone I grabbed the house phone I had my phone I grabbed my phone I'm calling my mom and I'm panicked I was like some guy just followed me home and she said okay this is what I need you to do call 911 stay on the phone with me but you call 911 so I call 911 and I tell him what happened I said he's standing right outside of the door and she said I need you to get to a room where there are no windows because I don't want him to see you And so she said, before you do that, I want you to yell and say, go away. I want you to go away or I'm going to call the cops. And I yelled Mm -hmm. that to him and he said, I'm not going away until you come out and talk to me. And I told that to the lady, the dispatcher. And she said, don't worry. I've got police coming. I need you to find a, a room with no windows. So I find the room and she said, leave the dogs where they're at. Leave a line of defense between you and this person if they break in. So I go into my parents' bathroom that didn't have any windows, like the toilet area that didn't have windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she asked me, you know, I'm starting to cry because I'm panicked. And my mom's on one line, on one phone, and the cops are on the other. And my mom's telling me, your dad's on his way. You stay on the phone. Don't hang up with me. And the, the dispatcher is telling me, she's like, please explain to me, like, what does he look like? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I was like, he's wearing a white shirt. He's wearing jeans. He's got boots. Like, it's just like, 
clicks, you know? You Came just, back to you. Yeah, and it's still in that panic, frantic moment. And she's like, okay, we've got it. And I'm not kidding you. I was on the phone with the police maybe a minute, and the police were there. And she said, okay, the police are at your house. They've brought the guy down to the driveway. You can go ahead and hang up the phone with Or you can go outside or, no, you can hang up the phone with me. And my mom's like, don't you hang up that phone with her. And I said, <laughs> my mom says, don't hang up the phone. She's like, oh, it's okay. And then I'm not kidding you, Mel, not even – Two minutes later, she says, your dad is at the end of the driveway. You're you're okay. Oh. You're safe. Did so he said, bring the fast belt? He brought more than the fast belt, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. He oh just, that gosh, guy deserved it. That yeah. So I hang up with the dispatch. And, of course, my mom, I told my mom, I was like, okay, dad's outside. And she, I could hear that relief finally hit her and that, that, you know, she's tried to stay real strong for me on the phone, and I could just, I heard it. I heard her, you know, start to get teary-eyed, and she's just like, you tell your dad to shake the shit out of him. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and so I, I open, I hang up with her, and I open the front door, and you got to kind of walk around the corner. And I walk around the corner, and I see my dad talking. He's in between, or the cop is in between him and the guy, and my dad's talking. And I just look at my dad, and I looked, I, my dad looked up at me, and I instantly ran to him. And I, he caught me and I cry. I was just crying. And my dad instantly takes me back up to the, to the house. And I just hear the cop say to him, like, does that make you feel like a man, a man knowing that you did that? You talked, that you treated her like that? Mm-hmm. You scared her like that? Does that make you feel like a man? And uh, that makes me teary eyed thinking about it. Like, I, can, I know, I know. I can picture the whole thing, you know, like, oh, what a douche. Oh, oh just the worst of worst. And so I'm in the house. My dad says, I'll be back. And, he comes back up a few minutes later with the cops. The cop wants to talk to me, wants to get my side of the story, and I told him what had happened. And and um, he said, well, you know, maybe next time don't pass. And I was like, oh, okay. And now looking back at it, I would have looked at him and been like, screw you, dude. I had every right to pass him, and we're not going to victim blame here. That's not what we're going to do. No. I'm not going to sit here and say that. And I was he – I'm sorry. If he's going under the speed limit and you go to pass – legally that's on you buddy yeah you're not passing on a double yellow you're not doing anything no. that's like out of the jurisdiction you know yeah, like not... just uh-uh yeah so looking back i'd have been like look buddy he followed me home and you're gonna victim blame me by telling me i shouldn't have passed him mm-hmm. i've got a big bag of you know what's that's right here waiting for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. you should have just I mean, go. in reality, the cop was very, very sweet and he could see that I was scared, that I was frantic and that was a scary moment. Yeah. I mean, I'd just been followed home Absolutely. by this guy and had I opened the door to talk to him, like what would he have done? I don't know and I don't want to know. But I learned no. later that the when my dad showed up the guy tried to shake my dad's hand and my dad said i'm not shaking your hand till i find out no yeah he's like i'm not shaking your hand till i find out what's going on if my daughter's okay and later he talked to him this i mean mind you the guy had his wife in the car she's just sitting in the passenger seat watching all this um red flags me choon choon red flags flying off you might want to check on her for domestic abuse because come Mm -hmm. on now Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that poor lady. But in the same sense, like, lady, you should have been on the on the phone with the cop saying my husband's acting a fool. My husband just ran up to chase some young girl, right? Right, exactly. But uh, my dad told the guy, said, look, you don't know what you walk up into when you do crap like that. Like, you know, your wife could be visiting you in the morgue. I could be bailing my daughter out of jail right now. 
Meaning I, I could have shot him. Like, my first initial reaction was to shoot. I'm sorry, but that would have been your right. You're defending I was, yourself. This I guy's was harassing you. Yeah, telling me oh I'm not going to go away until you talk to me. Talk to me about what? Were you going to no, discipline me? You could have just opened the door and Tanner would have would have went after my dogs would have ripped him a new one. <laughs> oh, he would have tanner would have murdered the man yeah murdered him so but yeah. line of defense you know yeah yeah i didn't want to lose it right and my even my mom said don't the the dispatcher said don't let the dogs out my mom said don't let the dogs out so you know i get back in the car to head up to the house after everything's all done and said and done with my dad and I just look and just crap is all over the floorboard. So I knew my dad had was on two wheels going down that mountain at times Flown trying to get to me. To get to you. Yeah. Well, that's a father's love, you know, like. Sure. Any any man in his right mind that their baby's in danger, could bet your ass. He oh, absolutely. He is tail to get there. Yeah. Uh, well, how scary. Yeah. And uh, my brother knows who that guy is. And mm-hmm. he just sent me the other day his rap sheet. And it is, I won't mention it on here, but it is, it fits him. Like, it, it, everything that was Ugh. on there was like, that makes sense. That tracks. Yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's yeah. Oh, no. All nope. I got to say is, watch your kids around him. Okay? And that's just a small no. portion of his rap sheet. No. No. Nope. Yeah. And that's why I no, say ma'am. I think it was important that I looked to the story that I looked like I was young. Oh. You see what I'm saying? I do, and I don't... No. No! Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh-uh. I know, girl. But we have um, some crazy stories out there, and we're reading these, and I gotta ask, are you guys okay? Is the world <laughs> okay? We're not okay. Oh, I, I don't think anyone will ever know if no. the world is okay. No. All right. So we have got some stories that we're going to read here. Okay. The first story is somebody sent this in. It says that they worked for a few months delivering survey supplies in Austin. Ooh. So another Texas story. I'm sure we're going to get good on this one. And they were driving a mid 90s F-250. Driving south on I-35 back to the office one day, I get behind the slow guy in the left. And that's so true. Why do they do that? Why do they drive in the left-hand okay. lane and go can so dang we, slow? Can we pause for a second to yes. talk about this? Yes, this is, okay, I, PSA right here. The more you know. <laughs> Getting it right here. I don't, uh, dear Texas. Dear Texas. I do not understand why y'all feel the need to drive at your normal speed in the left-hand lane. I don't get it. I don't understand I don't why understand. you don't pull over after None. you're passing someone on the on the left-hand side. Move your ass over. Move. Because we don't have time for that. Yes. But what I also don't understand is nobody here pulls over for None. an emergency vehicle behind you. Not at all. Why? You see the lights flashing. You hear the sirens coming. Yes, you do. And yet you just keep parking your merry little ass in the lanes yep. instead of pulling over and coming to a stop. This is common sense, people. Move out of the, the way. way. Get up out the way of the lights. Yes. I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah. So if there's anything my- that you've learned from today, it's don't clog up the left lane and pull the frick <laughs> over to a complete stop when you see emergency flashing lights. 
thank you and good night peace out okay no yes. we're back to the story <laughs> okay <laughs> so obviously this person was in the left hand lane and the right hand lanes were all going faster so i bide my time and slip into the passing traffic on the right then i step on the gas pedal and go past and back into the left lane apparently this was the wrong thing to do Either I abused him in a former life, or he had a thing. <laughs> or, uh, he had a thing against F-250s. I don't know. Now the slow guy is following me closely at the speed I was originally doing and flashing his high beams. <gasps> John, was that him? Was it John? John. No, it couldn't have been because he was not going to be going slow. We all know John does not go slow. That man does not know slow speed. No, he does not. No, he absolutely does not. I love you. (laughs) Uh, It says, I can see the middle finger waving, but the high beams aren't bothering me one bit. I mean, he's a half a car length behind a three ton or three quarter ton pickup. So light up that tailgate all you want, buddy. When he doesn't get an adequate response and traffic clears, he whips into the lane to my right before I can pull over for him. Now he's next to my passenger door, flipping me off, swearing like crazy, but I get all that from my peripheral vision, trying really hard not to look at the guy and escalate things, you know? His response to my passing is so out of proportion to any perceived insult I could have heaped upon him with my passing maneuver. Finally, after a couple miles, I can't do it anymore, and I look over. This, of course, feeds the troll, and his energy is renewed. Double (laughs) fingers and spit spraying on his driver's window, and he yells, F you! Out of nowhere, I decide to put on an innocent face like I just noticed his existence, and I point to myself saying, Me? He responds, yeah, F you. I say, you want to F me? And <laughs> like I said, that reminds me of, you want to fuck on me? You want to fuck on me? <laughs> what is that from? Is that? I don't know. What's that movie? Oh, I don't even remember, but you would say that all <laughs> the time. Every it's... time we went somewhere or, oh my gosh. It's that movie it's with classic. Ed Helms, Bradley Cooper. The Hangover? The Hangover. That's from The Hangover. The Hangover. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's little Kim. Uh, it's so good. Kim Jong Kim says it. Jong? Jong? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the red color began to leave his face as he suddenly started shaking his head no and slowing down, moving backwards out of my sight. To this day, I'm glad that gambit didn't go wrong for me. Well... <laughs> Austin, you know, you never know. You, yeah. How that's going to work out. Unpredictable. It really is. Yes. Oh, gosh. All right. So, the next story the best road rage incident I've seen was at a known speed trap north of Atlanta. As you go past an overpass, cops are known to hide in the paved area behind the overpass. As I am approaching, yeah, they like to do that. As I am, which makes me wonder if, like, if they're really doing that, if they're like, trying to catch up on work or like trying to catch up on sleep like what do you think i think it could be a mixture of both especially if they're working like crazy late hours or a lot of overtime or anything like that heck i pull over on the side of the road to catch some z's but also i mean yeah you're 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 catching people speeding and so (sighs) what you're saying is risk it like you know what i'm thinking that that cop's sleeping let me just keep going my speed yeah okay well, if I get a ticket, I'll send it your edge. way. <laughs> <laughs> life on the edge, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. 
Uh, it says, as you go past an overpass, cops are known to hide in the paved area behind the overpass. As I am approaching that area, I notice a Camry in my rear view coming at what had to have been over 90 miles per hour. As I pass the speed trap at 60 mile, miles per hour in a 55 mile an hour zone, she is right behind me coming in hot. That had to be hot. Like, oh, to come 100%. that fast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right as I start to break, I see the Crown Vic start to head after us. Okay, so he wasn't sleeping. After the speed trap, <laughs> after the speed trap, you go over a hill and out of sight. This woman doesn't even give me a chance to get out of her way, traffic in the right-hand lanes, before she is one to two feet away from my bumper. As the cop comes over the hill, there is a space in the right lane, so I go, I go to get over. Meanwhile, crazy lady decides this is the time she wants to try to whip around me in the right-hand lane without a blinker. I stop my lane oh, change, go back to the left lane as she does the same, all the while staying about two feet behind me. This is when I begin to brake. Not brake check, but simply slow down in a get-the-hell-out-of-my-way manner. She puts two tires in the median, starts honking and flashing her lights and giving me the finger. As the cop is about 20 car lengths back, seeing all of this and coming in hot, I figure this is a good time to go ahead and get over and let her pass. As she is flicking me off, passing... While me mouthing potty words, I pointed behind me and mouthed, look behind you. Boom. Sirens hit. Middle finger goes down. Jaw drops. Laughter ensues. Justice prevails. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think at 40 plus over reckless driving, following too closely, she probably left one in a cop car. Or probably left that one in a cop car. That's that's one of those like justice. I mean, how many times have you driven and been like, where is a cop when you need them? Oh, more times than I can count. That is instant karma. Instant. Karma That's, that is was of, her boyfriend at that point. Karma wasn't her boyfriend. Karma was her boyfriend for the person that was driving safely. Now, this story is freaking bonkers. This is when I ask you guys, please be safe. And is everybody okay? All right? Okay. okay. So it says... Coming home from my now wife's house, I'm in the middle lane of a three-lane highway and merge into the right lane about three-quarters of a mile from my exit. The lanes were clear. I used my signals, etc. Take the exit and someone is on my tail doing the same. I slow to a stop at the end of the ramp and someone hits me from behind. Yeah, it wasn't a case where I broke too fast. He was actually plenty behind me and seemed to accelerate into me. I'm a little less than calm at this point, but have enough smarts not to get out of the car. I keep driving my way home. I gathered this guy was a little off by the fact that he accelerated into me. He starts following me really close to my tail, which he already hit. I'm not far from home, but sometimes that's a bad thing. Instead of turning towards home, I stay on the main street I'm on. Of course, the guy follows me. This goes on for about two miles where he where we hit the end of the street and we and have to go left or right. I choose left but stupidly stop to check for traffic. Guy pulls up on my right and starts to get out of his vehicle. I get a good look at him, lock my doors, and instead go around his vehicle and turn right. Took him a bit to get back into his car, but he did and starts tailgating me again. Eventually, we get to a red light. I stop and he hits me again. At that point, I figured... I would just drive on, screw any lights and stop signs within reason and get to the nearest police station. The route to that takes us on a pretty wide and flat expressway. We've driven about five or six miles at that, at that point and he is still following me. We both get, in, get on the expressway and he's flashing lights, tailing, 
backing off, etc. Basically, douchebag driving. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my car is faster than his pickup, so I could at least outrun him if I had to. After about two miles of that BS, I figured I needed to get his license plate so I could tell the cops. He wouldn't go around me, though, so I couldn't see it. Front plate's not required back then. He finally tried to make a move around my left, so I slammed on the brakes and ended up behind him, one lane over, so I could get the plate number. Once he realized that he backed way off, so I figured I was okay. Take the exit for the police station about five or six miles after getting the plate. He not only follows me, but tries to use the shoulder curb grass on the side of the exit ramp to cut in front of me as I turn. I see what's going on and accelerate so I can end up in front of him. Luckily, I do end up in front of him and start toward the police station, only half a mile away at this point. God, that's like nerve-wracking. Like, you just want to get away from him. This guy won't leave him freaking alone. Like, what the hell? I'm all out of... Yeah, I'm all out accelerating up to where I need to turn into the street the police station is on, and I just heave the wheel right to do so. I can see him blast right past the intersection again. I figured he would just keep going away, but of course he backs up and starts to try to catch up with me. I finally get to the police station parking lot, and I park my car literally in the middle of about 10 marked squad cars. I get out of my car, not realizing the idiot followed me into the parking lot. I see him blasting in, so I hide in some bushes. When he turns the corner and realizes the shit he is in, I guess he had no idea it was a police station parking lot. Heard someone say, let's kick his ass, and someone else say, F, no way, we have to jet, and finally back off. I walk into the station, tell my story. They thought I was making it all up. Gave them the plate and description of driver while I'm telling the story. The idiot gets picked up on the highway by state troopers. He was drunk, surprise, surprise, and turns out he took a swing at one of the troopers. I'm sure that ended really well for him. The cop I was talking to sent someone out to check the intersection where I said he tried to drive past me on the grass, and sure enough, tire tracks, etc. Turns out he missed a very large oak tree about half a foot. Too bad he missed, I guess. The next day, I went to the station and found out the guy that did this had a very long record where drunk driving was actually an improvement. I guess Whoa. Mm-hmm, I guess what little calm I could pull together may have saved me an awful lot of hurt altogether. I would say so, mister. Is this the same guy that followed you home? Because it Shoot. sounds like it could be. God, well, it sounded like this guy wasn't by himself. Like, the guy following him had multiple people. Had multiple people. Mm-mm. But, Mm-mm. I mean, I guess he got mad because the guy was slowing down to exit i'm just confused as to where why it accelerated yeah i don't know to that extent using yeah i don't i don't know that's well i'm glad that the the poster of that story was safe well i'm glad that they got him off the street i mean for crying out loud yeah absolutely drunk driving good night i don't have tolerance for that by the way none whatsoever zero of course not no Well, I have another story that's a personal story, and it's not really road rage. However, it filled me with so much rage (laughs) that as I was driving, because I'm like, okay, I am done with you, and I don't even know you. You're done. Mm -hmm. But um, I, yeah, I had just gotten the expedition, a big freaking beast of a car. We call it the minibus because it's like driving a bus. That's what I picture. Mm-hmm. And we're, I was going to pick up my glasses in the ritzier part of the city. 
probably know where I'm talking about, but um, I couldn't park the dang thing because I was still getting used to it. It had been a while since I've driven a big truck. I grew up driving trucks, so this was not foreign to me, but new big bus had to learn all <laughs> over again. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried to parallel park it and I was so confident in myself that I could get it done. But the thing was huge. I was holding up the line behind me and I was like frantically waving for people to just like go around. Like, Mm -hmm. don't wait on me. I'm doing my best. I'm stressed out. I'm by myself, like just trying to do this. They wouldn't. They just sat there. And so (laughs) multiple times me trying to back into this space with my hand out the window telling people to go around. I'm still struggling. They decide to finally go around. The car that was directly behind me went and parked across the street because it's like a one-way street with parking on both sides. Yeah. And um, she gets out and starts shaking her head at me. Oh. Tess. Low, Let me tell you (laughs) the absolute rage that I started feeling in that moment. I Uh was already flustered. I'm trying my best I'm trying to just make sure that I'm not holding the line up, but that I can park this damn yeah. car. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, like, I just need to go get my glasses. <laughs> I just need to go pick them up. That's it. So she starts shaking her head and pointing at me. And I'm like, I will run you over. Like, yes. I, <laughs> I just was like, lady, I could hit you right now. And I oh, would not feel no. any shame in that because you're being such a hag. Yeah. I wouldn't actually do it, but the thought did go through my head. Sure. You're like, how, like, would it be a big speed bump or would I, like, hardly feel it? I mean, I'd hardly feel it, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, my God. But I'm just saying. (laughs) um, So I just kind of screeched, you know, like, I looked over and I was like, what are you looking at? You know, like, move along. Yeah. Go on your merry way. Like, you're obviously going to lunch around here or shopping or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she starts pointing and laughing and clapping. As you drive by. As I'm driving by, girl, I am not one to throw the bird. And normally I'm very calm and composed. My kids were not in the car. But sure as heck, my finger was up out the window at her because I was... And she just kept laughing and clapping Mm -mm. and making this big old scene out of it. And I'm like... I was trying to do a nice thing by waving you by and saying, don't wait for me. Like, I'm trying to. And there was plenty of room for you to go. Why did you have to be like this? Like, why did you have to be like that? I don't understand. Like, just be like, oh, you know, she probably just got that car or she's having a really hard time driving that. Like, bless Mm -hmm. her. Be on your merry way and move along. Yeah, ma'am. Ma'am, do not tisk me. Don't tisk, tisk me. Do not. Uh-uh, that is going to put me. me in an utter rage. Exactly. So anyway, I didn't even pick up my damn glasses. Oh, my God. I was so mad. I was like, I will come back another day when I can get my emotions under uh-huh. control. Yes. yes. And not be dealing with this witch of a woman that's out yes. there. Because knowing my luck, I'd go park somewhere else. And then I'd run into her. And then I would really have words. because Probably. You know, it was better that I left the situation. Well, it's not a large so. area down there either. No, that, it's that not. Part, and yeah. I swear, I would have run into her. <laughs> and yeah. then I would have given her a piece of my mind. And then, you know, I just... Would she I have recognized you, you think? I mean, maybe. Would you I'll have like, recognized her? Oh, 100%. Oh, shit. <laughs> 100%. She left herself so, vulnerable. Exactly. Exactly. So I would have had a really hard time because I'm like, no, you're not going to be ugly like that. 
and get away with it. Like, yeah. I'm going to say something to you if I have the opportunity. Mm-mm-mm. So, anyway. Okay, well, I'm last glad that, story. I'm glad that you got away, that there were no speed bumps. <sighs> Me too. I, and for the record, y'all, I would not really hit someone with my car. But I will say, the thought crossed my mind yeah, sure. in that moment. Because sure. she was being a hag. Mm-hmm. She sure was. Right. And she will continue to you be. You know what? And from here forward, I bless you, lady. I wish you good life. Like, Mm -hmm. be petty somewhere else. Well, isn't that the Southern, like, it's really a dig when people say, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah, it's not, it's not what you think it is. It's not like a sincere comment. It's really like, oh, you idiot. Dumb, (laughs) dumb thing. Right? (laughs) Yes. You poor idiot. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, last story for y'all. So a guy in a red pickup, this is a story from someone else, it's not me. Um, a guy in a red pickup almost hit myself, my mother, and two sisters while driving in Niagara Falls. My mother rolled down the window and said, watch where you're going. There are kids in the car. Are you trying to kill someone? Mm-hmm. The guy looks at us and says, oh yeah? In the scariest voice I'd oh. ever heard. So mm-hmm. I wonder if it was like a, oh yeah? Like with a weird, like... Like a dead look in their eyes. Yeah. Ooh. So. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. In the scariest. Good lord! Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm not showing yeah, up to your house at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And and he took out an axe from beside him and started waving it at us. Oh hell no! My mother sped into a parking lot to get away and to call 911. He follows us, gets out of his truck, oh, and starts mm-mm. walking towards Ooh. us with the axe. Tell me this isn't a scary movie. Tell me that this uh, is not how every scary movie plays out. I'm telling you. What were you thinking just driving into a parking lot to, to call 911? Right, because you got a um, dead end. Exactly. Exactly. So they said, uh, my mom screams into the phone like the guy is coming towards us with the axe. We hightail it out of there. He runs back to his truck. We manage to get into a driveway in a random neighborhood and turn off the car. He didn't see us, thank God. But I was six years old, and I remember that as the most terrifying moment in my life. I would say that would be a very defining moment. Oh, absolutely. Like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Come again? That mama was smart thinking and going to a neighborhood and just parking in someone's driveway and turning off the lights because who knows what the outcome of that would have been. That's like joyride. Isn't it? The candy cane. Candy cane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Over the speaker. No. Over the radio. Oh, yeah. That's freaky. Mm -mm. That's why I got to ask. Are you guys okay? Let's not do this kind of crap. Okay. (laughs) Let's let us, you know, like a. We talked about last week being a good yeah. neighbor. Be a good driver. Be, good driver. be decent to people. Mm-hmm. Don't be ugly. Yeah. Life's, you know, you just got to be decent. We're all just trying to get somewhere. There's babies. Thank you. Yes. Oh, God. Those were heavy stories, man. I know. I, know. I think it's, but I think it's, we got to loosen up. 
We gotta loosen. We gotta go loose. We gotta get back to some sort of sunshine, right? Yeah, now. the sunshine is a game. You you want to play? I, I just play. I have a bone to pick with you, though. I have been real salty. <laughs> I've been a petty Betty, Ooh. and I've been telling David, I'm like, she did not win. She cheated. First off, I couldn't even get my points for that one thing, and she said solar eclipse of the heart, and it's totally <laughs> eclipse of the heart, and they gave her points for that. I'm sorry. No, that is cheating. I mean, if you would like to do a rematch. No, it's done as done because I'm just going to hold this over you for life. I'm going to be like, she didn't really win the first one, but I gave it to her anyways. Solar eclipse of the heart. That's what it will be from now on. Solar eclipse. Thank you. Maybe that's really what the words were. (laughs) And they're like, oh, people are only saying total. No, I'll give it to you. I know. But I'm going to be salty for life about it. Okay. I can deal with it. Okay, so the game that was picked was drumroll the fake news game all right so we are gonna try that we are gonna get that going and i've never played it have you ever played it i haven't i haven't heard of this before so let's no let's rage okay so i'm really nervous all right here we go it's game time Voice Arcade. Welcome back to the fake news game. Okay, starting a new game. I'll ask you three questions and then we'll check the scores. Player one. You. In 2017, KFC launched a bath bomb that smelled like fried chicken. Ew. Is this fake or real? Fake. Player two. Is this fake or real? Fake. Watch, it's probably real. It was real. Oh, God. The fast food giant actually launched a limited edition bath bomb that was shaped like a chicken drumstick. Truly disgusting. Although it was only launched in Japan, with 100 lucky winners getting to enjoy smelling like a boneless banquet. Apparently, the manufacturer Mm -hmm. Village Vanguard worked very closely with KFC to make the bomb as close as possible to the acclaimed recipe. Less than half of people get that one right. Player I think one. so. Yeah. In 2020, MSNBC used footage from the zombie film World War Z in an L.A. protest report. Is it real or fake? Fake. Player two. Fact or fiction? Fact. Interestingly, it's fake. <laughs> the story started oh. as a joke on Twitter before being shared widely across social media. Less than half of people get that one right. <laughs> Player one. In 2019, a news story reported that pins are placed on the collars of Chinese officers to correct their posture. But is it fact or fiction? Fact. Player two. Was it real or fake? Fake. Surprisingly, it's real. Oh my God, I am terrible at this. It is not a training method that all soldiers have to endure. But it is a corrective measure for soldiers whose pictures are not up to standards. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's the end of this round. Player one is in the lead by two points. Oh, God. Let's see if you can catch them. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Girl, those were hard. Those were tough. I, I knew about the last one because I had seen an Instagram post about it or something. And you could see the little needles sticking out of their, like, oh. uniform. 
Golly, that's tough. I know. That's intense stuff. But that's okay. the only way I would have known that one. Well, good for you. You won the first round. Thanks, queen. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. Well, that was a fun, fun time. Again, I'm a it little was. salty about the last game. <laughs> but, uh, you know, There's maybe always time for redemption. I believe <sighs> in you. <sighs> yeah, maybe I'll get the comeback. Maybe I will really beat the comeback queen. Maybe you I don't will. think you can really say that. Again, Again I'm going to be salty. Salty. salty as hell. I'm pruny. Okay, I'm at this point, I'm real pruny with it. Hey. Oh my gosh. It. But I love you and I love to hang out with you and talk to you. And Kiki. And Kiki, yeah. I, Kiki I was educated it. on Kiki. <laughs> you were. You were educated on Kiki. And thank you guys so much for listening. We yes, love to tell you. these stories. We love to laugh with you. We want to hear from you. Please send us any story you have good, bad, ugly, bougie. We like revenge stories. I mean, we get a high yes. from revenge, right? Yes. You can send all that stuff at pourtheteapodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yes. And you can follow us on all of the platforms. Facebook, X, X. a.k.a. Twitter. Formerly um, known as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter. Uh, the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Snapchat. Like, come and follow us everywhere. And stick around for the bloopers at the end because they're at the yeah. end of every episode now. Yeah, guys, please check out those uh, social media platforms. We've had so much fun doing those and we want to continue to do them and bring you laughter because we've laughed during them. So come check them out. <laughs> Tell your friends about it. You can find us wherever you download your podcast. Rate and review us. Tell your and friends. Share us. Yes. Let it be a pyramid, right? Let it be like one person tells two Snowball. people to four. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I'm we here wanna, for it. Yeah, we want to be known to the masses. So, anyways, we love you guys. Love you, Mel. Love to love hang you. out with you guys. Same. And Until we will time. talk to you the next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye. One hundred. There's I. Part of it, too, is, you know what? Okay, let me put this up on the bench, because I think part of it's like I'm having to lean over, and I'm old, and it's not bright. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bright light. Oh, my word. It's true, girl. Granny. Your wife could be, could be, your wife could be, oh, my God, what am I trying to say? And I need you now, tonight. Yeah, every time I hear that song, I'm going to get freaking the shakes. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.